The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Today's daf is being studied. The Unishmat of Ram ben Esther. We are the Unishmat Morzikini Yosef ben Sarah. Ruach Hashem Tenichem began Eden. Amen. This daf is being studied. The Rufuach Shedema Moshe ben Dina v'Shulomo ben Miriam. Sarah bat Rachel. El narefana dahem. El narefana dahem. El narefana fata nefesh ufata guf. Begin today's daf on Memzayin Amud Rishon, starting on the top line. We learned in our Mishnah, if a person comes along and tells his friend, Right? He comes along and says that I'm not going to enter your house. Right? Kunam so then we said that as long as he owns the house, he cannot walk into it. But if he sells the house, so it's not his house anymore, it's not his field, then it'll be permissible. However, if he came along and said, So therefore, even if he dies, or if he sells the house, doesn't matter. Because bottom line, he said, So therefore it's going to be a su. Now, let's read the Ran, because the Ran actually has that quotation from the Mishnah, on this uh, daf here. So you see where it says matnitin? In the Ran, it's uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven lines after they get wide in the Ran. First word on line being matnitin. Which means I'm forbidding myself to walk into your house. Which means if I buy the field, it's going to be forbidden for me to have because since he said your house right now it's not his house well let's say he didn't sell it he didn't have to sell the house even if he gave the house to somebody else so long as it's not that fellow's house anymore the reason why I chose selling it, because only Tuhantushin to tell me that only if he sold it to somebody else. But he can't sell it to the guy that made the neder. That's going to be for me. That's what the Mishnah says. Because even though now he sold it to him, so it's, that, that, that's forbidden because it's still having a hanat from the house. So that's what's going to be uh, asur. It's only mutaf he sells it to somebody else. Kunam they buy it there shani nichnas v'sadeh zeh shani lo kayach meto machlul achad asur de kevan they buy it zeh kamar shavia el lave hatichad isurah. Now the buy it becomes isur no matter where it is. Zilka kafidu machlul achad asur. So according to this understanding, buy it is more hamur than betecha. Now the Rana is going to show us that sometimes betecha can be more hamur than bayit. How? Says Bevi Yodaya. Dechiechi de bayit ze hamur be betecha leenyan machlan acher. Hachiname betecha hamur be bayit ze leenyan nefila. Let's say the house came down. Why? Let's talk about ourselves. The guy I have betecha. His house fell apart. He built a new house. So asur. Because bottom line, Betecha, it's still his house. You know, it's a different house. He didn't specify. But if he says, Bayitzeh, so Bayitzeh is Dafka Bayitzeh. If it if oh, fell apart and he built a new one, it'll be Mutar. So when you see there's a reverse case where Betecha would be more Hamur 
Then by he says the Yaman betecha shiniklas benafal ubenao asur dekares po dechol shu betecha mashma. Zog it says it's asur miasur. The Yaman by it says benafal after pish shazar benao mutar bo dekem benafal as the okay good comes the Gemara now we begin. Bare Abimi Abimi has a question first line. Kunam which means he was osed his friend from walking into his house. Ruven says, I'm osedding my house to you, Shimon, from walking uh, walking in. Kunam met. Now what happened? The guy that made the nether Ruven died. Oh or he sold it to somebody else. Mao, the question is, what's the deen? What's the question? Adam oser davar shibirshuto lechshiyetzem rishuto or no? Can a person oser something that it's in his domain, even though now it left his domain? Because Reuven tells him, I don't want you walking into my house. Right now, Reuven died. Is Shimon still forbidden to walk in? Well, now it's not. It's not Reuven. Yeah, it's not Reuven's house anymore technically because it's not his possession. The question is: Is Reuven allowed to oser something? While it is in his possession, that it should even be hal after it leaves his possession. Therefore, Shimon would not be allowed to walk into the house at all. So that's the question. I read again. Kunam right? This house, right? He said similar. He said this house you cannot walk into Kunam. Okay, but now he's not around anymore. It's not his. Can he still oser or not? So it says Kunam lebayit shatanik natsmet or shemek lolecher mau adam oser davar shemushutolik shiyetzim nushto olo amar abah. So the Rambam gives a raya. Tashema haomer libno. Guy tells the son. We had this earlier. Guy tells the son Kunam shiyatanheneli. I'm making a neder. You are not going to have as a suit. You would have any hana from me. Met vamet. Then what happened? The father died. Yirashenu. So the son still is able to inherit because right now. But bottom line, once already he dies, Yerusha kicks in, and therefore the Torah gives the son the right to be Yoresh, which means he was only osating him when he was alive. And now once he's dead, so therefore he's not osating. However, if he stipulated, I don't want you to have not when he's alive, he says, and not even after he dies, and then he dies, no, Yerashenu. He doesn't inherit. So what do you see? A person can oser an item when it's in his possession to oser it even at a time where it is not in his possession. Because when he dies, the assets are not his. They really go to the son. Proof positive that indeed he can. And therefore, we'll go back to our case of the Nedid. The guy could come along and tell the Shimon, you cannot walk into this house. Even if he dies... He's still not going to be able to walk into the house because Adam Osir Davashimirshto, even after it's Yatsamirshto, so long as he made the neder when it was still in his possession. Like in the case of the house, it was his house at the time that he made the neder, so he had, he had permission or he had rights to make the neder at that time, so he could even extend it after he leaves his jurisdiction, like the case of the father. He was Osir, his son, from the assets when he was alive. The Hadush, he can even extend it after he's dead, even though it leaves his possession. So uh, indeed, a person can be Osir, Davashimirshto, Let's just read the, the Ran over here. Ba'e Avimi. First Ran in the Gemara. Now when a guy comes along and says So even if he sells it, it's still forbidden. 
That's the guy who's making it. Reuven's saying, I'm forbidding myself to walk into this house. So when the guy is saying it himself, Reuven's saying, I'm forbidding myself to go into this house, no problem. I don't care who it belongs to. Bottom line, the house is forbidden. But when it comes to osiring his friend from coming into the house, which means, you know, by it means wherever the house is. doesn't matter where the house is. But do I have a right to oser an item on my friend that's not mine? Why? Can I forbid my friend's assets on him? Of course not. Which I can forbid my assets on my friend. But I can't forbid my friend's assets on my friend. And therefore, I say, buy it Right? Fish him on. Now to buy it is somebody belongs to somebody else. Can I oser somebody else's assets on my friend, that's really the question. So it says, Okay, et cetera, et cetera. And therefore, the Gemara concludes that indeed, one is able to do such a, uh, such a transaction. And therefore, the Nidr is Hal. Comes the Gemara and continues. Tananatam, we learned in the Mishnah. Kunam perota elu alai. A guy forbids himself to certain fruits. Kunam, kunam meaning it's a suit to me, these fruits. Kunam hen alpi. Or he comes along and says a different lesson. That they're forbidden alpi. They're forbidden, uh, you know, to my mouth. Kunam hen nefi. Right? Or to my mouth. Different languages where he's using to forbid himself on the certain fruits. Asur behelufehen ubigidulehen. Now he's asur on the fruits, that's for sure. But he's asur on the heluf. What's the heluf on the exchange? Let's say he bartered the fruit or he sold the fruit. So that's also asur as well. Those uh, bartering is also forbidden to him. Not only that, but gidulehen. Anything that grows. From the fruit, for example, the seeds that fall out of the fruit and go into the ground and plant a new tree—that's a gidul of these fruit over there. They also become forbidden. So, therefore, when a guy makes such an item, it's osir the hiluf, it's osir the gidul as well. Okay, so now we come to the question. That's really this whole sugya now. It really is one question that Rami Barhama is trying to understand, and basically the question is. I understand the deen of the Mishnah. What's the logic of the deen? Now let's speak it out, just to get a clarity. I know what you're saying. God was going to say these perot on himself. Him asurim, halufehen asurim, the barter is asur, and the gidul is asur. I have no problem. And our subject is really not even on the gidulim, not on the growth that come out of it. Our question really is discussing the, the barter, the haluf, which means you sold the fruit, now you got money, so you tell me the money is also asur. So we really want to analyze that subject. Why? Why should it be that way? Now, the simple interpretation why it should be that way, because when a guy says kunam alai, it's like he's making the item higdish. It's like it's uh, consecrated the property. And if when you make something higdish, it's asur to you on all levels. It's asur to you. You can have any hana'a whatsoever. If you're selling it, bottom line, I'm getting hana'a now from the barter. That's also going to be forbidden. Now, if you learn it like that, that that's the reason. So then, 
which which makes sense. When a person says kunam, he's really making the ayam. If that's the only reason, so it'll be a tremendous nafkamina. Nafkamina would be Rami Bar Hama's question. Now let's read the question. Ba'ay Rami Bar Hama. Amar kunam perotailu al peloni. He doesn't forbid it on himself. He says these fruits, they're his fruits. These fruits are sur to Shimon. He's different. This is a different case in the Mishnah. In the Mishnah, the Uvenus is sitting the fruits on himself. In Nami Bar Hamas case, it's talking about where the Uvenus was sitting his fruits on Shimon. Now, what's the question? Well, for sure, Shimon can I eat the fruits. Mm-hmm. I don't need a Gemara to tell me that. That's, you're allowed to sit your stuff on your friend. However, Mao Behelufehin. What about the exchange of them? Now, what should be the what, what should be your question? But let's speak it out ourselves first. Because can I oser on my friend something that doesn't belong to me? No, of course not. Can I say to my friend, let's say, um, that object is a surah to Shimon. That object doesn't belong to the oven. It cannot be oser. Uh, so since you can oser something that doesn't belong to you on Shimon, so I would think maybe to say that for that matter I cannot osir something that hasn't come to the world yet on Shimon. I could say the fruits are going to be asur to Shimon. But the hiluf, there's no hiluf yet. No one bartered for it yet. No one sold it. The money's not here yet. So therefore I would say that I cannot osir the hiluf on my friend. And that's what Rami bar says. And he says like this. Ma'u bihalufahin. What about the Hiluf? Mi Amrinan. Gabedile by Reuven himself. Hu'il Vadam Osir Perot Haviru Alasmo. Since Reuven himself can Osir his friend's fruits on him, Adam Osir the Rashlo Bale Olam Alasmo. So he could also Osir somebody that didn't come to the world. Just like I can Osir somebody else's items on me, I can Osir items that yet haven't surfaced yet. However, Gabe Haviro, by his friend, Hu'il Ve'en Adam Osir Perot Haviru Alasmo. Since I cannot oser somebody else's fruit on my friend, so if I can't oser, similarly I cannot oser things that did not come to the world, and that's like osering something else on my friend that doesn't belong to me, which is when it comes to my friend, I can only oser things that are in my possession. But things that are not in my possession, I cannot be osered. So therefore, if you learn the whole reason of this Mishnah is simply working with Hikdesh logic, meaning when I say Kunam, on myself, kunam means Adam is ekdesh. If we cannot benefit, so that not from it, not from the haluf, that item is not going to hold true when I do it to my friend. When the uven does it to Shimon, well, he can oser the fruits to Shimon, but since I cannot oser items that are out of my domain on my friend, so the haluf is like a davar shilo olam. It didn't come to the world yet. Therefore, on that side, I would not be able to. Similarly. And this is really where the crux of the question is, because it's just an example. We would apply this rule to all Isurah which means any item that is Asur, for example, Kilayim, uh, or let's say you have Orla. These are different fruits that are forbidden. So the Gibra's question really is when a person is forbidden. Let's say on a certain item like Orla, is the hiluf of the item also going to be a sur or not? And we'll see exactly the extent of that question. I just want to hear the other side of the question. Otilma, turn the page. Mishum de hilufin ki gidulin dame, 
לא שינה הוא ולא שינה חברו. Maybe the reason why when Reuven is Osir himself these fruits, right? The fruits he can't eat, I know that. Nigidulim he can't eat either, because it's an outgrowth of the fruit itself. But you know why the Hanuf is going to be Asur? Not only because we looked at it as he made it Higdesh, and it was Osir, the whole thing. Maybe the rabbis were Osir the Hanufim, Midrabanan. Maybe they made some sort of Gezerah, that uh, I don't want you to have the Hanufim, uh, the... Uh, the exchange, the barter. Mm-hmm. Then it's Gezerad Rabbanan. Now, once already you're hitting it from a Gezerad Rabbanan, so now already it's not going to make a difference. It's not working with the logic anymore. Now it's not going to make a difference if the Reuven is sitting himself, or the Reuven is sitting Shimon. The rabbis are going to sit the Hiluf. If you're going with logic, that what? I could make my stuff Egdesh. Good, so you made Egdesh. The item is a suit, the gidul is a suit, the adum is a suit. But when it comes to my friend, I cannot oser my friend on stuff that's not come to the world yet. Good. But if you learn it, the hanuf is a suit for another reason. That the rabbis put a certain gezerah, we don't want you to benefit from the bother. So, mali, reuven, mali, shabon. That's really the question of the gemara. Now, there's a lot of details in this question that the Ran speaks out. So, before we get the answer, we have to read the Ran. Let's open up the Ran. It's on the Amud Lishon. The last round on the daf, it's a paragraph in itself, starting with Ba'ir Rami Bar Abba. Okay, we have Rami Bar Hama, here's Rami Bar Abba. Konam perota elu al peloni ma'u bechanufem. Now, lav bekunamot bilhud kame ba'yele, ela bekulihu isurea na'ad de'alma na'me mesafkele. Point number one. The question is not a narrow question only by... Nidarim. It's a question that applies to all Isuri items. When there's an item that's Isur which means, like I told you, Orla, whatever it is, can I benefit from the item I cannot? But is the Hiluf of the item permissible? So I don't think it's only a Kunam issue, it's an issue by all Isuri That's why you're going to see one of the proofs to this answer is going to bring it from a regular case of Isuri of Orla. Continue. And I also don't need a Gemara to tell me that it's forbidden to make the Hiluf Lechetayla, because it is forbidden to make the Hiluf Lechetayla. When you have an item, let's go with Orla. Orla is, let's say, the first three years of a tree, and I want to benefit from the fruits. I don't need a Gemara to tell me for sure it's going to be Asur Midrabbanan, or I should say Asur, to, to bother them. Why? You can't have an from the item. Bothering it is giving you an I mean, that's, that's a no-brainer. Okay. He brings Rayat to his point, but let's take his word. So what's the question then? The whole question is, after he bothered it, we want to know, is the barter item a surbana? That's good. You can't do it. You had an half of the item. Okay, now, okay, I sold it. Now I have the money. But the avad, can I use this money or not? Because really, in the Torah, it should be permissible. The Torah didn't forbid the money of Orla. The Torah forbade... 
the Orla itself. So technically, Minat Torah, there should be no She'ela on the money. I, could I have bought it? No. But now that I did bought it, the money that I got, the is 100%. Mutar, the She'ela is, are we going to put some Kizirat Rabbanan on the money itself? Now, Ul Akher Namel, we're narrowing down the question here. And if somebody else did it, Lo Mebayer de Bshita de Mutarim. The only item that retains Isura is Abu Dazarad. Even when you sell it, the money becomes forbidden. Abu Dazarad is a very strict item. It's Asur. It's Haluf is Asur. Haluf Fa'in is Asur. But all other items, when you sell them, the items itself should be permissible. And you know what? The Ran says if somebody else sold them, you weren't the guy that sold them. So for that guy, for the Akhir, it's your items, let's say, that are forbidden to you. Somebody else did the selling, we're not going to make a gizirah on the other guy. The only question is on the guy himself that the items are asur to, like in our case of the Nidr. Shimon is not allowed to have these items. Right? Uve made a Nidr. You cannot have these items. Okay? So the shila is, Shimon goes along now, the guy who is forbidden to, and he sells them. So the she'elah is, he shouldn't have sold them. We want to know, is the hiluf going to be as sur as well, mitam, like some sort of gezerah, midrabah, let's read inside for a second. Okay, I'm skipping so much. Ela, misafkele, im mitzirin l'mechlat midrabanan be'alma, or no. That's the she'elah. So let's crystallize again. Something that's asur banah, you cannot benefit from it. The gedulim that come from it, asur. The hiluf, well, to borrow it, you did it, I want to know the deen. Now, I'm talking about the guy which asur to himself to the borrowing. What's the she'ira? Do we make a knas of some sort? Because really, the Torah should be permissible. The Torah was only said orla, not the monies that came from orla. The only item where you see hiluf is a subna Torah, as I told you, is avodah zarah. And another case of else is, is Hamitz. Now, Now look how the Ran sets up the question. That Mishnah that we learned over here, where the guys all said is uh, fruits, right? Because when a guy says Kunam, these fruits are me, his Kavanah is what? That the fruits are like Hegdesh. Which means, I agree the Hanufim didn't come to the world yet. But for me, I'm allowed to oser an item on me to whatever extent I want. I could say that these fruits are asur to me. And if I make it asur to me like a dish, no problem to oser the item, the Hanuf, the Gidul. But if you're going to say that that's the logic, however then... But then the if I'm Osir my fruits on Shimon, I can't Osir them on something that didn't come to the world yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I myself and myself can Osir to whatever extent I want. Okay. But can I make something Asur on Shimon that's not even here yet? That's like Osiring somebody else's item on my friend. I have no right to do that. But that's one logic. Maybe it's not going what is the logic only that you can oser it. Maybe we made a gizid of some sort. 
that when the guy who's machlif an item at the Subhanai does it, we're penalizing him. Well, if that's the case, so then already it's a penalty with Rabbanan, so therefore the other guy as well. And therefore, it's not going to make a difference if I, Reuven, went and made the Hadoopin on his own fruit that he was Osir on himself, or he was Osir his fruit to Shimon. Correct? And now the Hadoopin will also be Asur on Shimon, which is not going to make a Hadoop. Okay. The Gemara says on the Amud Bet Odel Ma Mishum the Hadu Finki Gedulin Dami Loshin Aul Loshin Chaviro Amar Avachabar Minyoni Tashema. We're going to try to bring a Raya. Basically, the skeleton of this Gemara is: we bring one Raya, we reject it; we bring a second Raya, and we reject it as well. So we really don't answer the question. The first Raya, Tashema. Aomel Ishto. I tells his wife. You cannot have an hour from me. There's a problem. Because part of the obligations that a husband has to do to his wife, like we learned in the second Kitubot, is Mizorot. But now he comes along and says, You cannot have an hour from me. Now we have to speak out. How does a husband have a right to make such a nid in the first place? He has a Hayuf Kitubah. So, explanation they say is he made it before the Nisuin. When he still had no obligation. So technically the nidr is hal. So now the question is he makes his nidr, but she's, she needs the money. Now, we learned also that if a guy would be a good citizen and just come and give the money to the wife, it's like he put his money on a uh, on the kid in Tzvi, put his uh, money on the horn of the Tzvi, meaning he forfeited his money. He can't go back to the husband. Thank you, you gave my wife a gift. I didn't ask you to... You can't come to the husband and claim. But we did learn that, according to all she taught, if he was given specifically for Mizonot, like in this case over here, we're going to see, she went and she borrowed money specifically... For the Mizonot, and the guy gave it with that intention, then already we're going to see over here, we can employ what's called Shi'abudad Rabbi Natan. Shi'abudad Rabbi Natan is famous throughout Chaz, which is really the transitive property, which says like this, you know, A O's B, B O C, so let A pay C. Right? That's the way it works. Which means in this case over here, uh, really the husband owes the wife. Okay? The wife owes not his guy that lent her the money. So therefore, the wife pulls out and says, do me a favor, you know, you pay, uh, you pay, uh, pay the loan. You handle it. Pay, pay, pay back my husband. Okay, so that's what, which, and the Gemara is going to say that that's, that's legal. Now let's read it inside. It says, So she went and she, or Lava, she went and borrowed money. Now the Baal Chov, the one that lent the money, can go to the husband, right? She can go to the wife. They go to the wife. The wife comes along and says, well, he, my husband owes me, so you go to the husband. Now, my ta'ama, how can the Baal Chov be nifra? This is a case of chiluf. Why? I have to read it correctly. Which means, isn't it must be that Hiluf is not like Gidulim? Gidulim are Asur. But Hilufin is Mutan. Now let's speak out why this Hiluf. The husband made a nether against his wife. You cannot have an Aab from me. So it's Asur 
You have an Isur over here. Which means the money of the husband is the Isur over here to the wife. Right? Now, this money that she borrowed is like a Hinuf. Because she's exchanging that money with this money. Right? When he pays it back, that turned into a Hinuf. And what are we saying? Payback. Payback. Which means, therefore, you see... You're right. She cannot have direct hana'ah from the money, but the hiluf for the money is true, because if the hiluf was not permissible, she wouldn't be able to... The, she, she, the, the guy wouldn't... For sure the guy wouldn't have, the guy wouldn't have to pay, but she cannot have hana'ah from it. She, that's the point. She would not be able to nehenev from it. Forget about the guy paying back. The guy would always have to pay back. <laughs> he left money for the kutubah. He always gets paid back. The point is, she would not be able to use that money if hiluf was... Asur. Must be. So what do we see over here? That when a person makes kunam, it doesn't affect the hiluf. Yeah? Not a question, answer. Not a hamadic question. Right? When you have isur hana'ah. The item is vadayasur. But the question is, when they made the hiluf, is it permissible? You see, it is permissible. Because the lady is using the money. Kibar says, no ra'ayah. And I'll tell you why it's not a ra'ayah. I'll tell you, you why it's not a ra'ayah. Look at the Kibar's answer. Amar Abah, dilma lichit te'idahu dilo, vi avad avad. There's a tricky language. Simply it means, maybe lichit te'idahu, you can't, but for the avad, it's okay. Now, you have to read into this language that he should even say, because we were never asking, if you remember lichit te'idahu. Lichit te'idahu, we spoke out already, the ra'ayah. For sure, if a person has an item that's asura, he cannot barter it. So what if he doesn't? The only question was, the habad where you barter it, is the barter permissible? So we cannot accept this language of the Gemara, that maybe only the habad, it's okay. But that, 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 that was our question. Is the habad okay? So I'm saying what it means. It's very simple what it means. You know when we're talking about bartering, we're talking about bartering if it's asura or not, when it's... Direct. I have the fruit. I sell the fruit. I get the money. That's a direct barter. Here, it's not direct. It's time delayed. Because at this point over here, when she got the money from the guy, it's not a hiluf yet until the creditor comes along now and claims the husband and gets the money back. Then it turns into a hiluf. So I could say, in that case, Rabbi didn't go so far. Which is when it's a delayed hiluf, that's what's called di'avad. Di'avad doesn't mean bid'avad in the normal sense. Which means, right, it becomes a hiluf di'avad. Later, after, post facto, then already I'll tell you it's permissible. But we want to know what case where the hiluf is immediate. So if you have no raya, so comes the choice to be another proof. Gibbara says, Okay, let's start the case. Guys, Orla. What's Orla? The first three years of the fruit of the tree are forbidden. Asur So a fellow is Mekadesh Orla. He's Mekadesh with something that's Isurana'a. Ena Mekudeshit. Okay, now we can understand. Okay, can I have an alphabet? Which is, they don't have a value. You have to make a dish with a shavit peruta. However, machlam, if he sold the orla, the kiddish bit mehem, 
And the money that he got, which we would call that the Hiluf, Harezu Mekudeshet. The Kedushin is a Kedushin. So what do you see over here? Seemingly, we have to see what the proof is in a minute, but seemingly the direction of the Gemara is Hiluf is Mutar. Now let's read that on for a second. Tashema. Which means, what we do over here, the guy shouldn't have exchanged him. We learned that already. You can't exchange. Uh, the guy went and exchanged. But let's be very specific. This is a case really of Let's figure out why. The Ola is the Isur. What did the guy do? In the second case, Machran, he sold them. That's the Hiluf. Now he gave it to his wife as a Kiddushin. So the Hanaz coming on the. He's switching them again now for another item to buy a wife. Understand how it's working? So this is a case of Hilufe Hilufehin. Understand why? The Allah is the Isur. Yeah? yeah? What did he do? He sold them. That's Khaluf number one. They got the money. Now, what did he do with the money? He went now and exchanged the money for a wife. So, therefore, the Ran speaks out. And let's read again from the beginning. The Kasar Kadatach. The Keban Shasur Lanut Mena Khalifin. Since we want to say that, let's say if the Khalifin is Asur, Afilu Abar Venene, Shehalifan Be'aher. Which is, we're assuming there's no difference between Halipin and Halufi Halufin. Which is, if it's going to be Asur on the exchange, the exchange of the exchange also will be the same. It should be a Kiddushin only if he gives her another, another coin. Why? Right? For the fact that it's like with this item, as well as the Halipin, because we're not making a difference, is Mutar. answer. That is a little different here. This answer is, you're right. Could be halipe halipin is mutar. We're asking on halipin, which is don't think that they're the same. Could be the rabbis only made a gezera round one. That while when the guy sells the fruit, that money itself is going to be asur. But when you subsequently take that money now and you go buy something else with it, is a, to say that it's to be mikudeshet. Right, that's why the rabbis are not going to go far to say. The Kiddushim will be hal. So they will, don't bring me the ayah on halipin by a case of halipeh, halipin. Look at the Dan. Hachena melech, I told you, 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 I told Ah, exactly. That's the easy answer. So that the, the twice removed. Unyan halacha. So now we have to just bottom line because we're going to answer the question. Legaben no den atzmo. The amar elu afidu lifan aher no der asur bahen bahenu matnitin. Good. That's clear. 
When the guy himself reveals these fruit are asur to me, the fruit are asur, gidulein asurin, alufein, even somebody else sold them on the guy itself that made the neder, it's going to be asur. Because he could have said the items on himself like Higdesh, to whatever degree he wants. But when he was Osir, his friend, when he was Osir, Shimon on the fruit, or let's say the guy didn't say, it's interesting, Rani, he didn't say these figs. I'm giving you an example. He just said figs. But when a guy just says figs in general, he doesn't mean to that extent. When he says these figs, then he's going all the way to the extent of other When he just says figs in general, it just means the items themselves. The whole question of is the banan. Is the halufi permissible or not? Therefore, even the halupi and all these things are going to be permissible. Okay, so that's basically the Ran's conclusion. He's coming out lekula based on a rule sefik that Rabbanan lekula. The whole question was really in the Rabbanan. So Lema Asir comes out. Guys, orla. Can he have an af from the orla? No. Can he sell the orla? No. Avar ve'machran. Is the money permissible? Yes. Because bottom line, the halipin started so the only <laughs> time a halipin will be assumed a Torah is by Avodah Zarah, which that the Torah is osedet, any byproduct of the Avodah Zarah becomes asur, and it's a but if the guy himself was osed bekunam an item on himself, <laughs> elu, then it's asur, gedulehem asur, and halufem asur as well. Amen, amen, amen.